Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. This podcast is part of a partnership between TEDx St Kilda and 3CR Radio. I'm Squirrel Maine, and in this podcast, we hear an interview with TEDx speaker Alice Morrill from the Motherhood Movement, discussing mothers. So, the mother movement. It's a bit of a change from the corporate background. Yeah, yeah. But in some ways, a lot more difficult. Yeah, absolutely. I was on a pretty corporate path there for a while, and, and then I had a baby, and I really was, I was thrown into the world of mothers, and I was completely flabbergasted with how much mums do in our community, in our society, and how little that's acknowledged and celebrated, and how that then affects their self-esteem, mums in general, and how that affects their ability to actually do whatever they want to do in their life so that whether that is having a really fulfilling time staying at home with their kids having a good relationship with their partner going back to work starting something new it all it all stems back to the fact that we we don't really value motherhood in a true sense why not why not um i think it's lack of connection with money is probably the essence of it the moment the mother steps into an unpaid caring role and away from the world of money and, and let's call it as it is the the world of power she yeah she steps away from things that are valued that's the reality sad as it may seem yeah and and that was your reality as well wasn't it yeah. like just giving up the corporate job the what society values and suddenly you use the word lonely quite a bit yeah too. and it, it took me by surprise because I'm not a highly social person I've never really but I've always enjoyed my own company um, but I think there was something about being in a space with a baby that doesn't talk together with all the domestic jobs that go with it you know it's interesting most I mean I talk and listen to mothers all day every day that's my job you know most mums are cool with the parenting part of it but it's the domestic stuff that gets sort of lumped in with the mothering role that they kind of uh, have some issues with. And that includes myself. Just the actual doing the dishes, the washing, the washing again, the washing again. Yeah, so much of it is invisible because um, it gets it gets undone so quickly. You know, you know, most mums would probably tidy the house, let's say, maybe two or three times a day. Um, I mean, I personally don't, but I know, I know most of my <laughs> peer group do. And the middle two tidy-ups get completely and utterly annihilated. So there's actually nothing to show for those. And, I, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's a trite example. But there are quite, there's quite a lot of work that is completely invisible. And it's really hard to have anything to show any product at the end to show for it and then of course as we've just discussed there's no 
that you don't get paid for it. There's no promotion attached to it. Uh, and the, the society in general, you know, they pay lip service to parenting. We can call it parenting, not just mothering here. They pay lip service to it, but at no point do they... And, you know, there's the day year of in terms of mother, Mother's Day and Father's Day that, that gets celebrated, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, there's no superannuation that comes attached to it or anything like Exactly. That. In fact, I'm just feeling a bit tired and worn out because the weekend before Mother's Day, I run a... Uh, and I, I launched it this year. I run an event called Tough Mother, which, <laughs> where, which is where dads step into mum's shoes for a weekend, as I said, which is every year the weekend before Mother's Day so that the dads get nice and prepped to for some gratitude on Mother's Day. But, yeah, it's literally the mums leave the house on the Friday night and come back in on the Sunday night. And dads... Um, take take the reins it's been it's been a really interesting weekend this last weekend you know there's obviously a growing number of dads who have a few things to say about this event in terms of hang on what about us we're we're contributing more and more to the family sphere and and that is absolutely bang on but the statistics tell us that 66 percent of unpaid caring in a family is still done by women is still done by the mums so i really wanted to build some empathy for that that. And, you know, what's the best way to build empathy is to put someone in someone else's shoes. So a little bit like the CEO sleep out, you know, where the CEOs sleep out rough for a night. Um, yeah, the dads step into the mum's roles and I've got, you know, a whole lot of obstacles for them to do during the weekend. Oh, actual bit, obstacles. A little actual <laughs> obstacles. What's so, an example of a Well, there's about 30. Some of them are pretty mundane. Like, So they've got to cook all meals from scratch. And so they've got to go to the supermarket on the Saturday morning with all the kids in the, you know, all the kids, buy all the food, plan it all, cook it all. They've got to, you know, change the bed linen, clean the house. And just in terms of the parenting stuff, you know, they've got to stay in the house for five hours in a row. So it's a bit of a lockdown. And so they just they just get a taste of sometimes the intensity of what it can be like to be the primary caregiver. There's some kind of funnier ones like you've got to take your kids to the toy shop and buy a present for one of their friends and not a toy for them so that you know there ensues the inevitable public tantrum uh, actually on the website which is i'll just give it a quick plug toughmother.net.au um the teaser video on the on the home page and my daughter's there um having the inevitable tantrum <laughs> in the toy shop because it was piloted last year with about 10 families and this year it went kind of public and sponsored by Bendigo Bank. So that, so that's, yeah, so that's what I've been doing recently. You've, you've got sponsors paying I've to sell. sponsors, <laughs> I know, I know, it's, it's good. It's How good. are they receptive to it? Sponsors, like the idea? Or uh, is it a hard sell? Uh, it's, that's an interesting question. About, up until about a month ago, I would have said it, it, it had gone really smoothly. But then I got a call where they explained Bendigo Bank that it had got, got stuck with their diversity council. Are we excluding men and are we stereotyping men by saying, by implying that they are not doing primary caregiving role? And I mean, stereotypes exist for a reason. You know, they're based on fact. Whilst dads are contributing a 
hell of a lot more to family life. It's still the mums that are doing the majority of stuff. So it's a bit of a shame. And same with a couple of councils that I wanted to partner with to promote it through. You know, they were they're very sensitive to stereotyping. So I don't know. I'll, I'll I'm going to have a bit of a think about the event next year to see whether it does need changing or whether I'm just going to keep on ploughing on, knowing that this is just a barrow that touches people's sensitivities a lot. You know, there's a lot of guys. I can, you know, you can tell when you're touching on someone's sensitivities. So yeah. <laughs> a bit of defensiveness. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, most mums I talk to say, oh, well, they either say, oh, God, you know, my partner's brilliant already. Um, so there's no need for that kind of event. Or they say, you know, I'd really love my partner to do it. But it's it's giving the women the kind of language to try and get the partners to do it because they'll, they'll say, I'd love him to do it, but they can't make him do it. And I've had quite a lot of dads sort of come up to me at parties going, you know, don't be surprised. You don't, you don't, don't be surprised if no one signs up to this event. You know, we're all running scared. You know, why would we possibly want to do that? <laughs> anyway. Which just opens up, that's the exact question. Exactly, yeah. yes, which makes me think that I'm on the right track. <laughs> there you go. And on the track. On the track to what? Where are you 10 years from now? Yeah. I mean, I, so my whole, you know, reason for being in life in general, but mainly the reason for my not-for-profit called the Mother Movement, and it is designed to empower mothers. So I run projects to really address the specific challenges I hear about mothers facing. So the first one I set up was um, street gangs, which is to combat the isolation that nearly 90% of mothers say they feel at one point or another during their journey. I'm going to ask you, pardon me, interrupt for a second, but so you've got over 60 street gangs now mm. and you actually get, because you described yourself in the beginning, uh, um, mincing words but as an introvert who wouldn't go out but mm. you're getting mothers who want to distribute leaflets and mm. and make friends is, is is it working or at the beginning i thought god how am i gonna how am i gonna sorry how am i gonna get this to to, to really take off um uh, talking to councils though who run the mothers groups you know who, which are the sort of which are a pretty successful model of 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 bringing mothers together you know they they were fairly a they were very supportive of the idea and b they they were quite comforting that you know they said as far as mothers groups go you know we do a little bit to get them going to begin with but they really rely on mother you know one at least one mother in every group to to push them forward and and i found with street gangs that there there is about that you know it just takes one mum and there usually is that mum just to to start them and keep them going and it, i'm no introvert i'm sort of somewhere in the middle it's it's not something that you need to be very brave about you know I think that's what people start slightly battle with. They think, oh, I'm not, I don't start things. You know, I'm not a starter of things. But it's it's amazing how desperate most mothers, and I would put human beings in in that category, we are to be part of a tribe. You know, that is our, we are tribal by nature. And we're, we've moved so far away from this, this community living that it almost seems absurd to go up to someone in the street or knock on their door now and say hi. But the moment you do, I, I had I had mothers literally falling over me. I had like I, I did a letter drop, and that evening I had three emails saying, "Wow, we've just wanted we've wanted something like this, or we've wanted to start something like this. Thank you. When can we meet? You know, because it's yeah, it's that loneliness. Mm, that's fantastic. And one of the more I'd say 
touching but sad stories that you talked about in your talk was um, when the having your tribe very tight, but also having a six-week-old pass away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's, there's, how do I put it? It's not just all joy, if that no, makes sense. No, God. I mean, life is not all joyful, is it? <laughs> the older I get, the more I discover that. Obviously, some of the struggles produce the most amazingly kind of profound times. And the journey of, of our neighbours, um, six-week-old um, passing away, that, that was an amazing, you know, it, because it... You're there for her, and, and you and you're and you look after. You know, we look pretty much. We fed her, the rest of her family, her other son, and um, her mum. You know, her, her parents-in-law who were visiting. Um, but it, it also, you know, it touches your own life in terms of making you appreciate things and and just and that whole women folk you know how how women are amazing at that type of just bandying together and really support that support role you mentioned earlier mothers groups why didn't you just sort of click in with your own mothers Mm, group yeah and I, i when i talked to the council and i said is there space for both mothers groups and street gangs and we we decided together that there certainly was you know there's a all the moving around that people do now, it's, it often is the case whether they move away from their street gang. And you can move into a new neighbourhood and you can have a second child, and a, but you don't get into a mother's group when you uh, beyond your first child. So you can very easily find yourself away from your mother's group. Also, um, you might not click with them. I, I didn't really click with mine. You know, I was struggling quite a lot when I had my first baby and I didn't really... You know, I, leaving the house was, I mean, I know it's a cliche, but was a real stru- struggle. I, I just sort of couldn't get my stuff together. You know, my, the feeding wasn't going well, so the baby was constantly crying. And I just sort of going out the door in a peaceful manner with a lovely, you know, pram and all this, it just wasn't happening. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, either I was crying or the baby was crying. So, so having someone come to my house like a neighbour would have been perfect. And also, just lastly, that that the proximity. You know, I with my mother's groups, we were sort of a five ten minute walk away from one another. Having someone right there is a completely different kettle of fish. You know, with my neighbour, you know, whenever. Um, I need to do anything like pop out for half an hour or when my husband fell off a cliff and, you know, call me in the middle of the night from, you know, the hot, the, you know, the helicopter, literally. Uh-huh. I could ask her to come next door and look after my kids and I could go, go you know, go to hospital. All that. So, you know, it's, it's amazing once you've set it all up. It's amazing how much you need them. Thank you so much, Alice, for joining us today. <laughs> Pleasure. That's <laughs> my... You've just been listening to Alice Morrill from the Motherhood Movement. Alice was a speaker who took part in the March 2015 TEDx St. Kilda Talks. You can hear Alice's TED Talks, as well as the talks of other great speakers, at TEDxStKilda.com. This interview originally aired on 3CR Radio on the 17th of June and is part of a partnership between 3CR and TEDx St. Kilda. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.